0: Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log
1: in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers. Plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at
0: hustlehumblypodcast.com courses y'all have lost your mind lost your minds yes lost your minds that's not okay not allowed if i'm following and then you say following i'm getting all the
1: comments that say following for the love of god
2: <laughs>
1: stop asking what crm you should use i mean <laughs> how can i do work without doing work yeah what's gonna do my business for oh, me like that And then he grabbed my sign and threw it as if it was a frisbee into an open field. (laughs) Hi y'all, welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business.
0: So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi Alyssa. Hey Katie. Welcome. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what to call this. But I said, Hustle Humbly reacts to Facebook groups. <laughs> we're, we're, deep, we're diving deep into the, the world of Facebook.
1: Yeah, well, we're coming off of two heavier episodes. Yeah, very how-to-ish, yeah, tough topic. Tough topic. So we just wanted to go a little bit lighter. I don't know that we got there. I know. <laughs> maybe it's not lighter. Think maybe you'd... it's heavier. You may be on the wrong road. If you're, if you're looking for light
0: in a Facebook group, you have gone off the rails. Well, it's like if you don't laugh, you'd cry. Uh, sure. You I'll, know? Give you, I'll give you that one on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny. Let's start with Facebook groups for realtors are very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are some with 40,000 members. There are some with over 150,000 members. There are some with 500 members. I saw a couple that had eight members. I mean, it is.
1: And there, I don't even, there's probably hundreds. I mean, just with our board alone, we've been through like five. Right. So. Right. And then then
0: there's one board. Yeah. And those were, there are groups started by other agents. There are groups started by businesses. There are groups started by the board. There are groups started by a, like a particular office, or Mm -hmm. there's a group... Maybe for your entire, like, franchise, right? Mm-hmm. There's no shortage of places yeah, to Yeah, we only find saw people. the public
1: ones. Right. Like, my office has a private one that, you that we just can just chat about or if we need help with something. Okay. Let's start there. What happens in that group? Because those oh. are people you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you need an open house held open, okay. Um, you could put it there. I'll it's, just head on over who to Who moderates room. that group? I think just sort of all of us. I mean, someone set up the group. Like Connie is office. not in there. Yeah,
0: Connie's in there. All right, but okay. Let's back it up way far while you're while you're type. is just steady on her keyboard. Um, maybe you're listening and you're like, "Well, I don't use Facebook." Oh, what happened? You can't find your group. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my thing. Maybe you're like, I'm not a Facebook user. Maybe I use a different social media. Maybe I don't use social media at all. Do I need to be in a realtor Facebook group? I would say my um, answer to that is no. In no way, shape, or form is your business struggling or gonna because you're not in a Facebook group. Mm-mm. If you were looking for some additional community or support, a Facebook group may be a good fit for you. However, we're gonna get to this later when we talk about how to behave. Many of the groups what ends up in them isn't super positive. So if you're trying to protect your mental health and work Mm -hmm. on your mindset for this year, I don't know that going to join a bunch of Facebook groups is the route I would go. In fact, I might recommend that you like get out of some groups that you're in that aren't, like how is it providing you value is always my thing. So Mm -hmm. like your group for your office is providing value because it's a way for you to find support from each other for actual tasks. Yeah. And maybe I would think some actual market like this is what's
1: changing, or mm-hmm. I have a question about the form, or you know, yeah, like we're coming out of Christmas. There was a lot of posts in there because we adopted families, and like, okay, so this charity is what work. We need, and you know, who wants to donate? If your seller is selling furniture, you're allowed to post pictures here. Oh, um, you know, just different things. Are you allowed to post your listings there? You can. It's Do you people? see it every now and then, right? Or like if there's going to be a tour and you're inviting them to the tour, a lot of recommendations for, does somebody have a plumber or does somebody have this? Okay, that makes sense. Some of our new agents post, I'm here to help. I'm new. I love that. I couldn't love that anymore. I know. Thank you. So sweet. So this
0: sounds like a very utilitarian group.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're we're
0: getting some actual stuff done in the group. Right. Do you get rants in there? No,
1: not in this one. Perfect. What happens if there is one? Does does Connie so allow that? Even at our just most recent past Monday meeting, Connie has been like, I hope I don't see any of you commenting in these public groups. And I think that comes from a place, too, of um, just making sure you're not violating any ethics. We're not breaking any laws. There are. So many times people are just not familiar with what we're even allowed to discuss. And you see things in this public forum that's actually, you could get fined or lose your license. Right. I love when they start talking about commissions. I'm like, y'all have lost your minds. Lost your minds. Yes. Lost your minds. That's not okay. Not allowed. Yeah. I think Connie's like, I'm your broker. If you need something, come come to me. And that's why I think. I don't really post there. It's like if I do have a conflict of that nature, your broker's really who you need to go to. Yeah. And if you can't, you need to find a broker that you can. Right. Right. A Facebook group should be, I would think, more like –
0: high arching, like how to work with kids or do you have any tips or mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, not I am struggling with this particular transaction and this particular problem. That's a contract issue. Yeah. Or even an ethical issue, like, or an issue with another agent, like all of that should go through your broker. Yeah. If the problem is your broker, then it's time to move on. Yeah. Time to switch. Okay. So there's so many groups. We had we had one locally for many years that was like the default group. everyone mm-hmm. was in this group um and it was just started by an agent mm-hmm. or two yeah locally. it was not by a broker. It was not owned by our board. No one was I mean that agent was policing
1: the group and there yeah, was like a job Oh, it's like I'm a job s- I c- would never want that job. you have to
0: moderate the group. you mm-hmm. have to like you know make sure that nothing is happening in there that shouldn't be. And that group disbanded
1: Yeah, a couple of years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. And people were in that group
1: all of the time. That Posting- one was very active. Super active. I found it mostly helpful. But
0: I also found it to be like, I don't know that it was necessarily good for my mental health. I was yeah. just sucked in. It yeah. was like watching reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what's the scandal now? Yeah. Like, what are y'all complaining about what's happening in the market? And Mm -hmm. then sometimes there'll be good safety things. Like, hey, this person did this. Be on the lookout if someone calls and says this. You know, safety stuff. But it was off the rails a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like – and then – Posts were consistently being put up and taken down. So yes. you had to like, you had to really check it right away because you might something might have been You might miss it if you it might, wasn't screenshotted you and might miss, to you. You might miss the <laughs> gossip. Right. And there'd be a lot of screenshotting.
1: Yeah. If you think people are not screenshotting your post, you are mistaken. That's a great tip. If you're out there in the world of a Facebook group or just your regular social media
0: post or your super old Twitter feed, that always happens when someone becomes famous, right? Or like is on a reality show or Travis Kelsey, for instance, (laughs) like people, the public, once you get like, like thrust into the limelight for some reason, will go back and read all of your old posts. Right. And you better hope there's not something in there that is not a good look. Right. right? You Mm -hmm. need to have a, you need to take your PR goggles and fix yourself Mm -hmm. before you like go out. But don't post things that you don't want people to see. Anyone can screenshot anything. There yeah. is no safe place. They're like, oh, it's a private group. No. BS. No. No. Just wait until one person is mad at another person and they just want to make uh, cause trouble. Right. Some people love to cause drama. And I think Facebook groups are like a little
1: drama boiling pot. Like We're just like, oh, we're just going to stir this pot. And- when I was on our board, we were to comment oh, I hear you're very frustrated with MLS. Perhaps you should join the MLS committee. Right. Like what's the go-to? Yeah, What's the party line? Like always <laughs> like, because, Stop. and I feel that way about anything really in general, whether it's ranting about something in your industry or ranting about something politically, one, it's not the place for it. And two, if it bothers you so much, do something about it. Don't just right. be a complainer. Yeah. Be a Don't part of the solution. I,
0: yeah, Absolutely. Um, uh, so our group disbanded, though, over an incident. like, yeah, there it was a very specific incident. and basically, the agent and it had been running for years, mm-hmm. the group, the eight, and it had a couple thousand members, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people it in was that group. literally more than fifty percent of the agents in our area were in that Facebook group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, basically, Th- an incident happened and she had immediately shut it down. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something that could be bounced back from. There were some accusations made. I honestly don't know the ins and outs of the whole story. I don't either. But there was a post that was put up, taken down. Regardless, a- as a person, she then, I, I mean, I did run across her later and was like, that was rough. And she was like, it just got to be such a a tedious activity keeping up with it. Yeah. And it had taken on a life of its own. And like, in some ways it was so helpful to us. And in other ways it was such a poison. Mm -hmm. So it was gone. But when it disbanded (laughs) immediately, how many popped up? Three immediately. Some with really similar names. Yeah. It was like, you know, one 2.0 version. Yeah. All over one run by a lender, other agents, this and that what you know, and I I s- accepted, I got invitations to a few and I accepted them. And then I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally don't follow any of the. I mean, I might be in some, I don't know, but I don't go and read any of the Well, you know the what's stuff. great
1: is that the old group, while no longer active is still there you can't <laughs> Go look comment, at the post but you can search like roofer and get all those recommendations right because that's what we also lost when the group shut down yeah the the ability to crowdsource information and that's something too like when i was doing all the research for this episode yeah the same question over and over several <laughs> different ones You're you like know? Hit search people i'm like hit search and type in CRM. And you can read the whole history of what everyone has ever chatted about in this whole group. Yeah. So if you're in the group, there's a Facebook search bar, but within the group, there is a search bar. So you don't want to search Facebook for CRM. No, search the group. Yes. You make sure you're in the group and then you click search. And anytime this question has been asked and answered will come up. So in a way, like I sort of like that because you can filter it by what you need. Yeah. And you like you never even really have to comment. Right. You're just just getting what you wall. need. Yeah. Just, just here for a roofer. I'm just here for the information.
0: Um, What do you want to share any of the ones that you've enjoyed that are positive or,
1: or oh, do they all have? I negatives? don't know if I shared any positive, saved any positive. Ones. <laughs> I love that. Well, okay. nobody ever got on there and was like, hey, guys, I just want to say how thankful I am for our industry. Right. Y'all are doing a great job all this professionalism out there. No. Never. There were some that was just normal like who's doing this mailer for Thanksgiving? Who's do you know there was it wasn't negative or positive, it was just a post. Okay. Here are my general tips
0: before – and we're going to get – you you've got some rants for us.
1: I got some rants, but I also got some just interesting discussion questions. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Before
0: we dive into actual posts and, you know, discussions, number one, feel free to leave a group of complainers. Mm -hmm. If you're in a group of complainers, there's no reason why you need to be in it or muted or whatever, Okay. Um, recently in an episode, we talked about the culture that you're consuming. Mm-hmm. What is the con- culture you're consuming? How is this group adding value to your life? Do you really need to be in it for your business to run? Likely no. Um, are you wasting a bunch of time reading posts, whether they're helpful or not? Is it gossip? Like move on. Yeah. Um, I honestly feel much lighter since I stopped following the local group I'm so glad. when it shut down. I'm like, you know, I don't feel any different. <laughs> Like, this is great. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like my bit. Bu- like, it didn't. It didn't affect my business. It did, mm-hmm. but it did affect my mindset, and I don't like that. Um, I think that I want to read the description to our community group because we resisted having a Facebook group for three years. Yeah, people wanted it though. Yeah, people want to connect with the other people who listen to this podcast. They want to connect with us. I totally understand the reasons, but because of our past experiences mm-hmm. with other groups, I'm like, I don't know that I want to invite that into my life. We were very hesitant. Very, very hesitant. Um, Whether it was a free group or a paid group, I'm like, I don't know that I want to. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. Um, And then finally, we're like, you know what? We want to get to know the people. Like, we can police it. Like We can make it nice, right? Yeah. We can have nice things. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to read the description to our group. Now, to be fair, The Hustle Homely community is a paid group. Yes. So it has to be people who are invested in their business and want to learn a little bit deeper with us, right? and I think that's why the quality has stayed so good. Yeah, because it's not just every single person in there trying to throw up, you know, (laughs) very open houses and their listings. I'm like, y'all, no, No, please don't do that. Okay, but so the description of our group is… This little corner of the internet is meant to be a safe space where we can all come together and find ways to make our real estate careers and lives better. We are building a true community, a group of people who want to take care of each other. We want this group to be helpful and fun. If you want to complain about something, take that to one one of the million other Facebook groups for realtors. Our number one rule here is be positive. Yes, of course, we want to answer questions and help our community solve problems, but we will fiercely protect the vibe of this group so that we are protecting all of our mindsets. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like the best answer we could have and still have the group. And we're over a year into it. And I don't feel like I'm regretting the decision. No. I love seeing pictures of everyone's, you know, family or their dog or tell us how they
1: started real estate or where are they? And we have, you know. I like when they share like the response to something they did, whether it was like a mail out or an event they had. Mm -hmm. I love
0: it. Um, Okay. Before you read your rants, will you tell me some ways that people are misbehaving in the, in the groups? How, how, do you have any behavior tips for if someone if they
1: are going to stay in a group? I mean, obviously, we are not here to talk about commission. Correct. We are also not here to talk about other people. There uh, is agreed. name calling.
0: Oh, uh, yes, and then people will tell a whole story but not tell the name, and then everyone in the comments asks for the name, and I'm like, y'all. Yeah, and then they tell the name, and then it's like, oh, right. Yeah, uh huh. And mm-hmm. it could be about an inspector or a appraiser or a whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of that. Um, we already said you should go to your broker first for questions. Um, I think that asking for opinions is fine, but don't be upset when you get it. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey y'all, what do you think about blah 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 blah? And then people give their opinions, and you're offended, Matt, I'm like, well, yeah, you oh, asked, right? Like, what did you think? Mm-hmm. You just wanted to validate what your opinion was. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. That's There's going to be a variety. What what is the quote? You know, opinions are like everybody has one. Oh, yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you ask for an opinion, you might get it. You might. You might not like it. Um, and I I just said to be positive and offer useful tips. Like, if you don't have anything good to – like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all kind of vibe. Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a useful tip. Also, y'all, just logistically, putting (laughs) a dot, like a period in the comments is not how you need to follow. You just hit the little three dots at the top of the post and hit follow comments. Like (laughs) – Following, 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 When people type in – Following, When
1: people type in following,
0: I'm like, are – You can just press the button. Press the buttons that hits. It says following. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to. Because you know what? If I'm following and then you say following, I'm getting all the comments that say
1: following. I also couldn't believe how many posts were like, for the love of God. (laughs) Stop asking what CRM you should use. I mean, <laughs> fair. It was like everywhere in every group, CRM, CRM, which is the best one? What's the best one? Which one's going to make me successful? You know, I have <laughs> a- finally decided, I think I know what that question is about.
0: It. The question isn't <laughs> what's the best CRM. The question is how can I do work without doing work? Yeah. What's going to do my business for I'm me? I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. not really how this works. That's why you have a job. If the Mm -hmm. CRM could do it for you, then I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Also don't spam, like just putting in stuff that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know, trying to sell something else in the group. Don't recruit. That's you like, hmm that's the biggest no-no. Please, and especially not in someone else's group. If you made a group and that's your intention and people join your group, you do you. But if you're in someone else's group, you should really mind your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Um, don't post listing in open houses. If you're in a national group... Nobody needs to see your new listing or your open house, unless it is a group specifically made for listings and open houses, Mm -hmm. then go to town. But if it is a general realtor group or agent group or whatever, like that's not the place people are going to get. And I hated it even in our local group. And I could have gone to show those listings, right? I'm like, we all have access to the MLS. Yeah, we know. We don't need you to tell us about your listing now. The rule in our old group that I did like was, if something major has happened, like it's back on the market, we're, we're offering some sort of change. If there is maybe like an agent tour where you're giving away a door, what is the value for me? Mm-hmm. Not just I have a new listing. Yeah. I don't need it. Um, and the other one I saw in a rule for another group was don't ask for contact info or to be like DMs or collect emails. And again, y'all have to keep in mind, a lot of these realtor groups are created as part of or an arm of a business and that business doesn't want you coming into their group and trying to collect all of their member data. Now, you know, I don't, I don't know why you would even do that, mm-hmm. but we've even had an incident in our group where I think a well-meaning agent was wanting to email everyone. Yeah. And we're like, well, we don't, we don't, we want to really keep it yeah. Low spam. Yes. You know, low, because, you know. If everybody did that, it then, would be too you, much. You would get so many emails, right? Much, so yeah. if every one of the 400 people were like, we're going to send an email saying, hi, I'm in such and such place and I'm happy to take your referrals. Right. That's a lot of email.
1: We're not trying well, to. Well, and that's why in our community group, we do have an Excel spreadsheet. Yes. So that. We if do you want needs- you to get referrals. <laughs> yes. We want you to get referrals. So if you. if you do live in a certain place, go yeah. put it there. And we will. Right. If somebody needs someone, they just go to the sheet. They don't uh, even need to ask. Yeah, no need, no need. The other thing I like about a good
0: Facebook group is when it's very niche. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, if the group is about using Canva, yeah. if the group is about, or like Chelsea's group is paid, but it's using social media. Like if you're a member of this thing using this tool, we're gonna talk about that. I think that helps. If you're just in a general real estate group, you're gonna get a lot of the rants. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of the asking questions that maybe you should already know the answer to. You're going to mm-hmm. get a lot of the opinion posts. You're going to get a lot of the stuff that you don't want to read.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, I'm ready for your rants. Well, this poor guy, let's just hear what he has to say. And I thought some of it we could help help answer some Hustle Humbly answers <laughs> your posts. <laughs> Hustle Humbly answers your, your real estate post in Facebook groups. Okay. Real talk. Okay. How do you deal with the stress and anxiety associated with this job? Excuse me if this is a little rantish. Uh, This is where things go off the rails. Yeah. Currently coming up on two years, license, closing an average of one unit a month, hardly anything. I have no idea how some of you have time to close 50 a year. I am in my early 20s, and this is my first real career. It has been hard. Everyone wants something at the same time. If I help one couple, another family needs something. I'm dropping me time and spouse time to help people. And if I don't, I'm in breach of my fiduciary obligations. If I say or do the wrong thing, it can land me with fines or open me up to a lawsuit. I still am learning the deal and conversations, and it's scary. I feel a strong moral obligation to help my clients, and knowing if I screw up one time, it could ruin someone financially is so overwhelming. I triple check everything and replay every conversation in my head over and over. Oh, my. Sometimes I lose sleep because I'm worried about past deals or current ones. Does it get easier? How can I make it easier? 23 and thinking of retiring. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about this. You got 125 responses.
0: Okay, well, first of all, bless. I think one transaction per month is pretty good great i I mean and he was like this is a mindset issue for sure he has he i don't know if i can offer the therapy that this gentleman needs right but he needs to like really work on his mindset
1: yeah because i think so often you you are focusing on what you want that this one deal a month this one like, like i've only got one like Maybe you would have more if you appreciated what you have. Well, it sounds like have. the one. He's, it's got him working to the – he can't even keep up with his
0: family life. Right. He doesn't have free time. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what happens in the one transaction, but things
1: are – He needs systems. Someone said, I think it's important to be surrounded by the right people. A brokerage that is supportive and uplifting makes a huge difference. I had a a huge difference. I had to try out a few places and I was kind of embarrassed in the beginning because I kept changing brokerages, but I finally found the right one and it really changes everything. No,
0: it does make a difference. Mm -hmm. He he needs the right support system, but he Mm -hmm. also needs systems. And it sounds like he needs email templates, if you ask me. Like, why is it taking you so long to do the one transaction? And why are you reliving it afterwards? what happened during it as long as you ended it and everyone closed and your client wasn't angry at you why would you be replaying it in
1: your head someone said one unit a month is not hardly anything Agreed. you are doing better than 75 percent of all agents agree mm-hmm.
0: i i don't know oh this
1: is good new agents frequently think that they are in charge you are not always in charge You are there to explain the contract, present options, let your clients decide, and move on. You cannot take their decisions as your own personal responsibility. Right, but was
0: he giving bad? Because he's like all worried that he's gonna make they're gonna make a mistake and it's his fault. But like, Mm -hmm. what kind of advice are you giving? Just give data. Mm -hmm. Just give actual data.
1: Forty six years of selling, and I have never worried like you are doing. No doubt.
0: No doubt. I mean, look, that's young. You're just entering the workforce in general. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder if he had ever
1: worked before. He was
0: feeling the high stress. And when there's, a, you know, year there's a lot po- of
1: bad advice on here, too.
0: I'm sure there is. When was that post?
1: July. Okay. So
0: market had, it wasn't like he was a in a feverish year. market. Yeah, right? it wasn't last year. It was just recently. Hit me with another one.
1: Hey there, are you looking for ways to save time and money in your business? Email Templates 101 is the communication
0: system you need to bring ease and efficiency to managing your transactions and clients.
1: Save time and avoid mistakes, all while providing a high level of service for your buyers and sellers. In Email Templates 101, you'll get 13 downloadable buyer templates ready for your personal touches. And 19 downloadable seller templates, plus six attachment checklists. Head over to
0: HustleHumblyPodcast.com slash courses to get yours today.
1: What is the longest repair request you have ever received and how did you handle it? Just received one with 28 items.
0: 28? I was just curious what
1: your um, if you had a highest number. Oh
0: my God, I wish I knew, but it was definitely more than 28. For sure. 50? Yeah. Of the whole
1: report? I know. Just like highlights? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the answer that everybody commented on, which is the correct answer, is money over repairs. For sure. I recently had a situation where one of my past clients is an attorney, and he called me and asked me if I could come to his office as like a expert witness of sorts. Oh, fascinating. Because he had a client who was suing their realtor, the listing agent, the home inspector, everyone. Did you know any of the parties? Names were blacked out. Oh, okay. You went and testified without the I just went as a consultation with him. What? So he oh. could ask me questions. But I was fascinated. And it was yeah. really such a reminder, like the the way the repair request was written, there's no way it could have been done to anybody's satisfaction. Like yeah. I can't think of an example, but something like all systems to be in working order. Right. Well, what like what is that what does that even mean to Too you? Too subjective. Too subjective. Okay. So it was just but it was so many things that the buyer's agent should have never written this repair request. But where would it be? Flip the lawsuit over to the second in? page and listing agent checks. Seller agrees to all. Like that's impossible. You have just set your seller up for <gasps> failure. No way. Yes. Yes. And then they move in, and they have all these issues, and they have mold, and like it's a huge thing. Oh my god! Yeah, and come to find out, they didn't have receipts for all however many items there were. They didn't have the right documentation. Like there are some things you're not going to check the at a final walkthrough. Was the
0: buyer's agent being sued.
1: Yeah, yeah. The buyer was suing their own agent. Everybody. He was suing everybody. But I. It was really just a good reminder for me, like, you know, yeah. cross your T's, dot your I's, make sure that you are very clear in what you are looking right. for. It make has sure to be you a black and right right white answer. answer. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you want to know who it was? I actually saw one of them on a piece of paper. Uh, uh, it was a good agent. Oh, that makes me sad. I was shocked. Oh, God. Shocked that this would ever happen. Yeesh. Okay, but I would have never let a buyer submit this repair request. Right. I've never, I have submitted repair requests that I felt uncomfortable with that were long, but not vague. Not vague and not really unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the house is bad. It just is what it is. And I think you're gonna have to do these things regardless. And so I'm sorry it's long, but it is fair. Yeah. I've never allowed, like, I've never been able, and this makes it sound like I'm telling my buyer, you can't do this. After educating them and explaining why it's in their best interest not to do it in this way, Mm -hmm. why taking the money and having things fixed the way you would want them fixed is better. Yeah. I've never had someone be like, I disagree. Yeah. I want the seller to do it poorly. Yeah. All right. Give us another rant. Okay. Small rant here. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they opened. I don't like it. Seems like everyone has a quote unquote, air quotes, team nowadays. Literally, people that have no idea what they're doing themselves and have sold maybe a handful of houses are running teams now. It's kind of irresponsible, in my opinion, because in my mind, you should be able to coach and counsel your team members on doing business the right way. So how do you do it if you don't know what you are doing? So many brokerages are telling their Another air quote, superstar first year realtors. (laughs) Wow, you had such a great first year. You should start a team. (laughs) (laughs) But shouldn't you at least have a couple years of experience? No. Hmm? (laughs) Oh, wow. How are the responses on this one? (laughs) All over the place. I mean, 90% agree, 100%. I mean, look,
0: here's the thing. When you're an entrepreneur or a self-employed person, whether you're a realtor or something else, you run your own business. You can run it poorly. You can run it well, right? Yeah. And that's what, and like, it seems strange to me that I wouldn't be a second year, I was at some point a second year realtor. Never did I think, now seems like a good time for me to teach somebody else. Yeah. I didn't, you know, like. I do think that even though, maybe you did 50 transactions the first year. That's a lot. That's a lot more than some people get to in five or six or seven years, Mm -hmm. right? But even then, over time, I feel like you just learn more about the industry. You learn more about the process. You learn more about the people. I don't know that I would ever feel
1: comfortable that early on being like, yep, it's time for me to open my own brokerage. And there is a lot of commentary in here about how the brokerages are so pushing that, like feed that ego and make this new agent think that is the next step. They're doing
0: that to recruit though. I know.
1: It's a way for their business to make money. And I look back on my first years where my, obviously my broker never told me that, but the companies that were recruiting me were very much like, you're never going to grow at your current brokerage. They- are not team friendly. I mean, we have like two or three teams in my office. That's like, like husband, pairs, wife. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have a team at all. But it's just so interesting because they do make it seem like that's what you need for the next level of success. Like this one guy, I'm like, I want to comment. I feel sorry for you. He said, I have a team of 23 and I'm available 24 seven. Why? How do you live? Why do you want to do Can that? you go to dinner? Can you go on vacation at all? I don't and that was he's like defending it in that way. Like, this is what we're saying is the problem. Yeah. Another person made a good point that their issue isn't with teams per se. No, It's also how the transparency is not always there. For example, oh, Alyssa Jenkins sold 100 homes only to find out that she has a 15 person team. Different. So it is different. Mm-hmm. And so it's different how things are classified and, oh, I made six figures this month divided but by you know 23. What? This all
0: goes back to why does realist- the real estate industry feel so compelled to shroud everything and all of this kind of like half-truth, secrecy, yes. like, oh, like hide the way it
1: works. They don't want the general public to understand. Like, why? Right. <laughs> Someone said, I agree. We have one called the Listing Guru, and I just looked him <laughs> up on MLS, and he has two listings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also,
0: it's at some point it feels like false advertising. Yeah. The Listing Guru had two listings. Right. Not much I of hope a. Guru. He had a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Maybe they all
1: sold. Yes. Oh, this one um, listing agent had multiple offers on a property and it was two people on the same team <gasps> ooh, representing ooh. different buyers and things got very sticky. This feels like, um, um what do they call that when the lawyer, like when they
0: can't represent both sides? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Not non-compete, but mm-hmm. it's a uh,
1: conflict of interest. Oh, yeah. Do you follow what I'm saying? Well, I think, you know. People always are like, why don't you have a team? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And my big thing is, I'm all I like, it's all about, respond with, it's all why about don't the you numbers. mind your own business? That's written in here a few times. Why don't <laughs> well, you focus on your own numbers? Literally,
0: the, the, the,
1: literally the saying is mind your own business. So one of my friends who is not in real estate mm-hmm. was dating someone that has a large real estate team. Okay. They are not dating anymore. Okay. Okay. But she was like, why don't you come over here and join his team like you do so well? And I just had to tell her, I said, "Okay, I let's keep the math simple. I sell 10 million a year. How much does his team sell? Oh, well, at least 25 million. Let's round at least 30 million. Wonderful. How many people does he have on his team? Oh, well, I guess he does have like 25 people on his team ok, so if we do the math, would it benefit me to be on a team? No. And I also feel like me myself, I'm good at selling real estate. Um I don't want to be an office manager. I don't no. want to manage the realtors. I'm managing my clients, right? It's a, it's a different job. And I think you like some the job people, you have. yeah, like one of my friends has a team, and she came from an h r background. like she was in a big corporate position right. where that was what she loved. And mm-hmm. she sold real estate and was like getting more fed herself by helping the people in her office. Cause what fulfills you. That is what fulfills her. Yeah, it would not fulfill you. me. You know, the coffee dates did me in. So I'm like, I'm not made for team life. No, but I, I just think that it, it could work for some people. There's a reason that I don't have a team. Okay, fine. Let's move on to another rant. Okay. Okay. Let me, okay, do you have anything else while I go to the next one? Um
0: no, I don't okay. think so. I will say this. I, I think we all <laughs> spend probably more time than we'd like on social media mm-hmm. of all kinds. And we sometimes trick ourselves into believing it's for business reasons, yeah, right. So these groups would be one of those things where you're like, well, I need to know what's going on in the industry. And I'm like, but,
2: do you Mm
0: -hmm. like do you really not know can you just read like a real estate publication once every couple of weeks do you have to be in the group hearing the same questions over and over again do we really need to hear for the 50th time what's the best crm (laughs) do you really need to read all those comments again
1: no no like it was hard for me to do it for this episode
2: (laughs) right (laughs) i like it's very
1: painful i need to go for a walk (laughs) i'm like "Eh." i need to walk this off okay another one? one yeah Is it each agent's responsibility to ask all potential clients if they are working with an agent? Or are we in a competitive environment where it's okay to compete with the opportunity to work for someone? Where is the line of fair competition? I'm like, do you even know how it works? I know. Like, this is an actual ethical issue.
0: Yes. But I think that's where NAR has gone wrong. Yes. If we're going to be a realtor, we have to follow a certain code of ethics. but. Mm -hmm. I honestly believe a lot of realtors don't even know that's true.
2: Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't
0: even understand what the rules are that you are you had signed up to, even though you were probably required to sign up so you could get access to your MLS. And again, that's why the whole thing is backwards anyway. Yeah. But-
1: Yes, you have to ask if they're working with an agent. I know. That's not fair competition. That's not at the, all. That's the ethical rule. It's a, so the best answer that everybody just loved and adored. Okay, great. The code of ethics clearly states that we have an affirmative duty to ask potential clients if they are already working with an agent. When you get called in to sit in front of your association's grievance committee for procuring cause claim, this will be the first thing you are asked. Did you ask them if they had an agent? I'll give you a pro tip to save you some time and money later. Answering, no, why would I do that is the wrong answer. It is up to you to ask the client, not up to the client to tell you on their own.
0: And then he responded to this.
1: Yes, he said he was snarky. Right. He was snarky. He was like, don't forget the circle R when you say realtor. realtor. Yeah, snarky. But like, here's
0: the question. What was the point of that post? Yeah. From his mind, yeah, like from the user of that Facebook group, what did you want people to validate? Mm-hmm. Are you just trying to? I think that was one of those like backdoor passive aggressive. I'm trying to prove a point. Like, don't you think this is fair com- competition? Yeah, they're all missing out on fair competition. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think you even understood what you were saying, right? Bless. Do you have another rant for us, mm-hmm. or just another? Post? Are they all rants? Do we have positive posts? Uh,
1: That was just Just uh, rants. We're just giving you a little sample of what's out there to make you delete your Uh, Facebook account. I just thought this one was funny. Okay. What would you do? (laughs) I can't wait to hear (laughs) what would I do. I normally don't complain too much. I just keep my head down and go to work and make the magic happen. But this (laughs) morning was like something I had never seen before. (laughs) Here in San Diego, we have some pretty strict open house sign policies. They need to be off of the pedestrian right-of-way, as most cities have adopted. We are only allowed to post in certain places. This makes sense. I have a fantastic open house today, local to my area. Ocean views, beautiful. I place my signs accordingly with the rules of the city and the pedestrians right-of-way. I place a few around. This is when the magic happened. I noticed a gentleman walking his dog standing near my sign as some other kids and their father walked by. I pulled my car off to the side of the road and watched in horror. (laughs) What? This man waited for the family to walk by. And then he grabbed my sign and threw it as if it was a frisbee into an open field. (laughs) Breaking the sign and the rider on top, my jaw hit the floor. (laughs) I immediately jumped out of my car and yelled, Sir, please, why would you do this? (laughs) Stop it. He instantly began to cuss and yell at me and said that all realtors were an act of the devil. (laughs) He started this lawsuit, probably. We found him. We found the guy. Oh, my word. I couldn't believe what was coming from the guy's mouth. (laughs) It goes on and on, but I I just had to share that story. Also, she's
0: so brave. She just, like, jumped out of the car and was like, sir, obviously (laughs) he's he's not well. Like, who would do that?
1: Yeah. That was funny.
0: She's like, "Sir, I'm following all the laws of the city.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you are not. Yeah. This is wrong. <laughs> Destruction of property." Okay, here's what I thought was just an interesting because I do I I do this thing that annoys this lady. Oh, oh, wait! Now I'm so excited. Okay. When some of us post pictures in MLS, why do some of us? Put a photo of the living room, then a photo of the swimming pool, and then back to the living room, and then back to the backyard, and then back to the pool. I always try to make sure I start at the front and walk the client all the way through the house as if a virtual tour. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do do that. I like that. But here is my thought. If the first five – I try to make my first five photos the best. Right. Right. If, if the it's pool. It's fair. I know. And then after that, I do go. Back in order. Back in order. I know. It is hard. And once upon a time, I don't know if this is still true, but at one point there were some websites that only showed like the first five. Yeah. And then you had to. Put like, your email in. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, I, at least. So, so I have had, you know, realtor friends in our market be like, hey, can you take a look at my listing just online and let me know? And I'm like. The picture of the pool was number 27. It I didn't even th- know. Right. And the house far. was not great. Yeah. So, like, I would have never even made it that far. I know. So, uh, look, you don't want to go all 25 pictures
0: back and forth crazy-like, but no, you're no, doing no. the first five best photos. Then we're going through the house in order. Do you always put the outside first? Like, th- I don't. But, you know, many MLSs require it to be a front photo. Mm-hmm. I would like to state – we have a whole episode on photos, though – When they put the front photo, like, you're required to put the front photo. But, y'all, there's a lot of different angles you can take of a house. Mm -hmm. I don't like when they do, like, the house where the garage faces front and the photo is just the garage. Right. Get a different angle. Just move over and do the door. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Why just the garage? (laughs) Like, it's so weird.
1: I don't want to see the driveway in the garage. Well, that's boring. Who wants to buy that? On that note, um, Susie would really like everybody to make sure all of their room dimensions are there as well. Sure, I, I think happy that's, to help. Yeah, I'm doing you know. that for I'm my seller, not for you, Susie. Yes, yes. Oh my! I word. think it's just like any information you have should just be there. Yeah, I had a client one time that we were buying specifically for her family dining room table that was huge, so she needed to know the we dining room dimensions. We had to know, and there were some that were close, and I even had to call and be like, "Can you tell me how and you measured this room?" I bet there were some
0: room? that had the dimensions and they weren't right. Correct. Which bothers me. Yes. Don't just – because someone might be looking at it for a reason. Like, they need to know
1: exactly the dimensions. Right. You are here to bring professionalism back to the realtor brand. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Ready ready for a light one? Can't wait. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. I've tried really hard not to rant much lately, but I have lost my restraint. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no note to fellow realtors out there who allow their clients to use the bathroom in a showing If your client uses the bathroom, please make sure they flush. Oh my god. It is good practice to go behind them and make sure they did. Ew. Ew. Ew, who does that? Ew. I just went by to check one of my vacant listings and both bathrooms had been used and were back up backed up. <laughs> 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 I wish there was a way to know who it was, but we had 87 total showings and I just can't I just can't find out who would take this mysterious in the <laughs> <laughs> it's whoever wanted the house
0: the most because they were trying to turn other people off.
1: Oh my gosh, I just thought that was funny. That is so weird. These are the things weird. that you find. Right, in the group. That is an awkward situation though, when your client's like, can I use the restroom? Like, what do you say? I mean, there are toilets there, so I'm kind of like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, like, if it's an emergency.
0: Right, if it's an emergency, what do you want to do? You have an accident on their living room rug? Mm-hmm. Use mm-hmm. the restroom. <laughs> I don't know what the right answer is. It doesn't happen that often. But this lady was talking about a vacant house. And I mean, honestly, in a vacant house, I'd be less
1: worried. Like, Well, I almost would be more because it's like, what if the water's off? Oh, well, I always say, check the water. Yeah. Check the water first. All right. Here's an uplifting one. Okay. What did you do this year that had the biggest positive impact on your real estate business? How did people answer? We have 148 answers. Well, just pick three. (laughs) Okay, let me just see randomly. It. Oh my! Oh my! Randomly, hold on. It's yes. I want to see all the comments. Face- all. Also, why is Facebook so hard to use? One person said, "I went back to the basics, got <gasps> rid of all my apps, got rid of all my fancy tools and CRMs." Yeah. All right. No more software. Um. That's not a bad piece of advice. I started short short term video and saw a huge increase in oh. my in my um, interaction. I love that. I listened to my wife. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. That's always good advice. Thank you, Paul. Um, I I stayed in my flow of my sphere and stopped worrying about cold leads. Great. Love it. Canceled my Zillow leads. Great. Got divorced uh okay <laughs> maybe didn't want to listen to their spouse yeah. <laughs> um actually took action on things that i read about so like oh, you actually, actually just did learning things. yeah like, not just learning do the learning thing. is great but you know you got to be an implementer at do some point. the thing i love that got a website and branded myself cute this is a great post yeah it's very good i mean so i guess there, s- there are some stupid answers on here
0: that i don't read those. I can't. Don't I can't. take it. Let's end on, we want to end <laughs> on a high note. Yeah,
1: yeah. I went to work every day, consistent and constant. Showed up at the office.
0: Y'all, that works. If you're like, how? What can I change this year?
1: Yeah, just show up. Just more. Sh-
0: Literally, show up. Mm-hmm. Wherever you put yourself, that more of that will happen.
1: Yeah, focus on the, my top fifty people in my database. L- I love that idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Tons of good content. I feel like that was enough. Anything else you're just burning you have to say about Facebook groups? You need to get out there for the record.
1: I did want to see what the answer to this one was. Okay, we'll find out. The insurance company won't accept that the age of the house is between 50 and 75 years old, which is all the owner knows. I've looked all over and can't find the age of the home. The toilets are new, so that is no help. Where would you go? The permit office? But why? Clerk of court. Closing attorneys for the abstract, assessor's office.
0: Yeah, it should have a
1: chain of ownership. Yeah. Oh, I just thought this was funny. Real estate is like dating. (laughs) The longer you are on the market, the more people wonder what's wrong with you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I have seen lots of useful tips in a Facebook group.
0: But I have seen more stuff I didn't need to see in a Facebook group.
1: When sitting at a very busy open house, what are your best questions to ask guests to sort out if they are already represented or to gauge their true interest? Have you been looking long? Yeah. I mean, like, thanks for stopping by. How did you find us? Right. If they say MLS, how long have you been looking? Where do you live now?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Get their
1: info. Yeah. Um, Have you been looking for a while? Are you working Mm -hmm. with an agent? Yeah, just ask. Just ask people all the things that you just. Why are we know, trying to hide? Why we are trying to hide? What yeah. are we
0: trying to hide?
1: Mm-hmm. It's there's
0: something more to this.
1: Yeah, it's like they just need to to say it. I'm just looking at the last few I have but if the remainder of this
0: episode will be Alyssa just scrolling.
1: Yeah, you hold, can just hold. hear my clicking. Click I'm click. not going to sing
0: because you don't want to hear that. But she's just <laughs> going to scroll,
1: and we're just going to wait.
0: Mm-hmm. um No, I think this is good.
1: Oh, has anybody noticed the difference with the little blue check mark next to their name on social media? Was that the question?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to help you prevent um, like identity theft, mm-hmm. allegedly, but I've heard it doesn't. <laughs> right,
1: I know. Like, and it was pretty much all mixed messages there.
0: And um, this is what they refer to as social currency. So, mm. all I think that the blue check, paying for the blue check, did was devalue the blue check. In my opinion, in my personal opinion. You have to pay for it? Yeah, girl. Oh, I don't have it. So I just didn't know. Well, because you don't want to pay for that because
1: why? Yeah.
0: So before you had to get to a certain number of friends or followers or whatever, and then you could be verified by Instagram, let's say. Mm -hmm. Now you can be Instagram verified by doing some steps and then they'll give you the blue check, just like someone would have gotten if they managed to get a, a lot of followers, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't think you having the check suddenly makes you an authority. Mm-hmm. And now the check just means... So before it'd be like, okay, let's just say, for instance, Taylor Swift has an account, right? Okay. Whatever it is, Taylor Swift, okay. at Taylor Swift. Well, if someone else made an at Taylor underscore Swift or at... The blue check was helping you to realize that's the real person, right? Right.
1: But, but now anybody can have it.
0: Yeah, like, even, even Taylor underscores swift can yeah, have it. So, like,
1: it seems like it it's almost not made it less credible. I, that's what I think. That's how I felt when it all started then it just, to be. Didn't
0: they just show up everywhere? And then it's
1: like, What was the reason why you needed the blue check? Y'all, you don't need that. Hmm. Not to Hmm. be. Maybe if it really worked as an extra security measure. Yeah. And I think that's how Instagram sold it. Mm -hmm.
0: And also, you know, if you're working really
1: hard. But look what's
0: so funny to me. Here's another example. Not blue check. And look, if you have a blue check, I'm not saying anything. Do you. Whatever you want to do. But whenever um, Instagram first started doing stories, you couldn't put a link in your stories Mm. unless you had 10,000 followers. Right. So everyone's working so hard to get 10,000 followers because all I ever wanted was to put a link in my stories. (laughs) And then one day Instagram just wakes up and is like, everyone can put a link in their story. (laughs) Great. All good here. (laughs) (laughs) I never once really cared about my followers after that because I was just trying to get the functionality. Right, right. And I do think there are maybe some perks of the blue check that I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I'm not anywhere near getting a blue check, nor am I willing to pay for a blue check. Yeah. I just... I don't personally see the value for me do or us. Do you automatically get one after a certain amount or do you always have to pay? What's no, the number? You will not always. I don't know the number. You might need to get I'm your Google old, machine well, I'm out. on the computer right Fine, now. get your Google machine out. Um there's a certain number and then there's like some steps to like be verified. Like they have to, they have to I guess make sure you are who you say you are. You can't be a bot with a bunch of followers. Yeah. Or a, or a person with a bunch of bot followers, whatever. I love that Ellis is going to look it up and tell us. But that is considered what they consider social currency, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, I am more important because I have this blue check. I mean, I'm not – that's just, you know, I don't know who thinks that, but whatever.
1: There's not a simple answer here.
0: Okay. So Instagram just decides Yeah, when you can get verified. It's more about engagement.
1: Oh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is better to have 1,000 engaged fans than 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going off of that per se, but
0: also I think you know, Instagram. I think
1: it was at 1.10,000. Oh,
0: okay. Well, Instagram made it to where everyone wanted it, and now that it, they did that, yeah, they're like it's it's hard to get. You can't just have it. You have to be a certain level. And now, after a few years, they're like, haha, now you can buy it. Right. Give us your money. Right. It's a business, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's still a business.
1: Interesting.
0: Very interesting. Shall we
1: end on something?
0: Are, are we ready to end? I'm ready to end. This okay. is this is. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay,
1: I <laughs> don't, don't either. I don't want to. My brain hurts from this research. I, I just deep dived into. I don't. All the realtor this is groups. not
0: a place that I want to be. I want to just give everyone listening permission to not be here if you don't want to be. I don't think you have to have social media to have a thriving real estate business. I think you can have a better real estate business with thriving social media. It's really what do you want to do? Yeah, that is the premise Where of our are you whole good? show. What do you wanna do? Would you rather take someone different to lunch every day from your database? Go for it. Do it. Never be on social media. Yeah. But I think the point of the Facebook group specifically is don't feel pressured, because there's a lot of peer pressure in those groups. Don't feel pressured to be in the group. Don't feel pressured to buy things because of the group. Don't feel like you're you're not doing enough and that you're behind. There is no
1: system out there that will. Nothing is gonna do your job for you. You still have to work. You have to work. Uh, so, you know. Okay, well, we'll end with this. Please. The one most important thing I do to create consistency in my business is blank. Let's let them answer it themselves. Okay. Yeah. That
2: well, was I'll a I'll read you some
1: of the comments. Oh, please. Take care of my mind and emotions daily. Oh, that's 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 your mic drop. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what else? Look at my goals every day. Mm-hmm. Have Two. a good night's sleep. Uh-huh. Pay attention to what works and what doesn't. Ta- I am more motivated when I see it working and that causes me to be consistent. Uh, Track yourself. Yeah, but if you're not tracking, you don't know. No. What was it? What was the one thing that helps them stay consistent? Mm-hmm. Tracking. That yeah. was theirs. Well, like you, you start every morning with lemon water and it just starts you off on the right foot yeah, to be consistent. Before I did that. I wrote down my goals every morning. Yeah. It's not hard. There's I a lot of. I think my things. email keeps me consistent for you sure know? Like, you're like this my- is the standard i'm trying to keep yeah interesting positive and motivating work environment yeah that'll work mm-hmm. and so many more that we didn't even read and you don't want me to oh god why i mean just- they're just oh it's just too much eh, meh, meh, yeah, Well, that's it it's just
0: too much too much too you much. don't need all that be find some quiet and i you because Social media, I don't know, it's January. Social media is gonna get a little out of hand this year. Yeah. So
1: take a break. Be give on your best behavior. Give yourself if you're super passionate about something, go volunteer for it in real life. But
0: also don't make me look bad because the stuff that you as a realtor post yes. reflects on all realtors. Yes. And I want you to make us all look good
1: mm-hmm.
0: and professional mm-hmm. and kind. That is all. You good? Yeah. Okay. Um, and now we're going to have one of our sweet friends from uh, the conference do their toast. Wonderful.
2: Can't wait to hear it. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. My name is Jolene Meyer from Sonora, California, and I am toasting Stacy Mathis from Chimicum, Washington. I want to toast Stacy for all the love, support, and encouragement she has given me throughout my journey to becoming a realtor. From the moment I expressed an interest in pursuing this profession, she was there to guide me, help me overcome challenges, and celebrate my successes. Her unwavering belief in me and her tireless dedication to my growth and development have been a driving force behind all of my accomplishments. She has shown me what it truly means to be a supportive sister and mentor, and I am forever grateful for all that she's done for me. Her positive impact on my life and career is immeasurable, and I truly believe I would not be where I am today without her. Thank you, Stacy, for being an inspiration to me and for always helping me to see the best in myself. I am honored to have you as a sister and a realtor guru to get wonderful advice from. With love and gratitude, Jolene.